Jaya Prabhupada, Jaya Prabhupada 
Prabhupada, Jaya Prabhupada. Jaya Goranita Jaya Goranita Jaya Goranita Jaya Goranita Jaya Radha Vallava Radha Vallava Jaya Radha Vallava Radha Vallava Siradhe Jaya Jagana Jaya Jagana Jaya Valadeva Jaya Subhadra Jaya Jagana Jaya Jagana Jaya Valadeva Jaya Subhadra Narayanam <coughs> Devin Sarasatim Vyasam Tato Yajanudhirajet Nasta Prayesovadesu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttamais Loke Bhakti Babaitinaistiki Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Hare Krishna, thank you so much for being here. Uh, today we will be discussing a bit Srimad Bhattan. For today's text is number 7517. So please, if you can repeat after me. Daitiya Chandanavane Jato Jankantakadrumaha Jangmulong Mulaparashor Vishnur Malajetor Rikaha Daitiya Jak Chandanavane Jato Jankantakadrumaha Jangmulong Mulaparasur 
Vishnur Nalajito Bakaha Daitye Yak Chandanavane Yato Jankantaka Drumaha Jang Mulong Mulam Parasur Vishnur Nalajitor Bakaha If you can repeat this, anyone who like to repeat the text? Daitya Chandanavane Yato Yankantakadrumaha Mula Parasur Vishnur-nalajitor-bakaha Daitya Chandanavane Yato Yankantakadruma Jamulamulam Parasur Vishnur Nalajitur Vatkaha Daitya Chandanavane Yato Yankantakaruma Yamulam Mulam Parasur Vishnur Nalajitur Baka. Thank you. Translation word by word. If you can repeat, please. Daitya of the of the demoniac family. Chandanavane. In the sandalwood forest, Jataha, born, Ajan, this, Kantakadruma, thorn tree, Jat, of which, Mula, of the roots, Ummula, in the cutting, Parasor, who is like an axe. Vishnu of the Lord of Lord Vishnu Nalajita the handle Ar Arvaka boy boy okay translation this rascal pralad has appeared like a thorn tree in a forest of sandalwood 
to cut down sandalwood trees an axe is needed and the wood of that of the thorn tree it's very suitable for the handle of such an axe lord vishnu is the axe for cutting down the sandal forest of the family of demons and this prelate is the handle for that axe purple thorn tree generally grows in deserted places, not in sandalwood forests. By the seminal brahmanas, but the seminal brahmanas, Sanda and Amarka, compare the dynasty of the Daityar Iranjakashipur to a sandalwood forest, and compare Prahlad Maharaj to a hard-strong thorn tree that could provide the handle to an axe. They compare Lord Vishnu to the axe itself, and the axe alone cannot cut the thorn, a thorn tree. In, it needs a handle, which may be made of a wood, of the good wood of a handle of a thorn tree. Thus, the thorn tree of the demoniac civilization can be cut to pieces by the acts of Vishnu Bhakti, devotional service to Lord Krishna. Some of the members of the demoniac civilization, like Prahlad Maharaj, may become a handle for the acts to assist Lord Vishnu, and thus the entire forest of demoniac civilization can be cut to pieces. Onangyana Timiranda Sha, Gyanan Gyana Salakaja, Chakshurumilitanje Natas Mai Sri Gurave Namaha, Mukankaroti Vatsalam, Fangung Langaja Tegirin, Jatkripata Mahambande, Sri Guru Matarinan, Namaham Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prestaya Bhutale, Sri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Itinamine. Namaom Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimate Hanuma Prestakswami Itinamine Vanchakalpataruyasha Kripashinduvyayavacha Patita Anam Pavanevyo Vaishnavivyo Namo Namaha Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunitya Ananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Srivas Adi Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare yeah. well, Again, thank you so much for being here. After some time, um, just sitting now, trying to do some service on our Sri Madhavata and then share with you some points, perhaps some understanding. So for that, I would like to request your blessings and to also excuse any of my limitations in the process of doing this service. So, thank you. Uh, so, to understand this text, we can try to do some kind of a small recollection of what's happening. At this point, it's uh, Sanda and Amarka, the teachers of Prahlad, in the Gurukul, they are kind of chastising, verbally abusing Prahlad. And this, in this, at this point, is even they have an, uh, showing their understanding about who they are, who they think they are. 
Interestingly, when I was reading this text, I was kind of surprised how in their, in their understanding, they see themselves as the sandalwood trees or sandalwood forests, their civilization, demonic civilization, as a sandalwood forest. So, but we understand the sandalwood, it, even we use it in the worship, it's so beautiful, it's so purifying, even the fragrance, it's so nice. So, but they compare themselves in that way, they see themselves in that way. And Prahlad, being opposite to them, from their point of view, it's compared to just a thorn tree. So good, not so good, it's strong, uh, strong and not hard, and not easy to work. So it's quite interesting how you, in, the, in that consciousness, your perception of the reality and of yourself is quite distorted. And I was, this is quite important how, for example, the most of us, when, uh, when we are trying, for example, to practice devotional life or spiritual practices, spiritual process, we go in different, with different periods. Our life goes in different stages. In the beginning, it takes time for us to retrain or change those conceptions, misconceptions of who we are, who are others. So in Krishna consciousness or in any bona fide spiritual process, we uh, learn that who we are actually and who are others and what is the relationship that we have between each other and acknowledging also what is the origin or what, where we come from. So it's getting proper knowledge, proper understanding, but for that we need to work seriously in this process to get that kind of real understanding, cl clarify our perception, see things in a, with the proper perspective. So, quite interesting, Sanda and Amara were from the Brahminical class. So the previous classes we were discussing about uh, Varnash and Dharma, the Brahmanas, Chattrivash, Sudras, and a bit an interesting discussion about who is Brahmana, who is Bhaj, or who is a devotee. So in this case, Brahmana, Sanda and Marka. So Brahmanas, they're very much qualified in the practice of different rituals, Vedic injunctions, but they were in devotees, unfortunately. So that also gives us some insights who actually oh, is a devotee, or who, or what, it's uh, the real position of a Brahmana, who actually is a real Brahmana, or if that can be the goal of our life. So, but um, <clears throat> I was trying also to understand a little bit the previous text that I personally found quite interesting, if you allow me to do a, re a brief recollection, starting from how Prahlad, as a devotee, is showing us his character, his perception, how he sees things. Because when we see, well, in this text, we saw how these Brahmanas in the demonic civilization, how they perceive seeing things, even themselves, compared to others. So let's see how Prahlad as a devotee sees himself and others as well. And how he 
perceives the situation and he gives also the solution. How, what is his diagnostic of the suffering and what would be the solution for that problem? So, oh, in my understanding, it's everything started when Iranya Kashipur asked uh, Prahlad, Dear Prahlad, please tell me what is the best thing that you are learning in the Guruko? Tell me what is the best. Do you remember what Prahlad says? What Prahlad answered to his father? Do you remember? No? Do you, Sylvia? And the translation, what would be? Yeah, 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 that's right. Half of the, the, the what Prahlad said. And Prahlad said, very important point. He started saying, I learned from my spiritual master. He doesn't say, I know this. I learned from my spiritual master. So, wow, that's a good point. He has his reference. So, what I learned from my spiritual master, he said, whoever or one who accepted that uh, temporary body and also accepted uh, the household life, which is uh, uh, bewildered by anxiety. It's like a following in dark world. It's full of anxiety. That, that world is without water, so it's full of suffering. So that is the diagnosis that Prahlad is saying, because he learned that <clears throat> from his spiritual master. So in order to come out from there, from that dark world, because you identify with the body, so you identify with your environment, your household, your household. So then Prahlad said, you need to come out from there. Like Sylvia was nicely mentioning, we need to retire. Let's come out from that and go into the forest. And it means Brindavan. But what actually means it's going to Brindavan is, means to access to devotional service, because what is predominant in Brindavan is the mood of devotional service. So to come out from that dark world, we need to access to devotional service, going to the forest. And, but it's not just doing devotional service, it has to be a mood. What is the mood? The, we have to execute devotional service by surrendering to the Supreme Lord. That's the, the solution that Prahlad Maharaj immediately says. No, I learned from my guru this. Oh, so, pra and what was the reaction of Iranya Kashipur? He is a big politic, uh, big demon and the king. He did a lot of austerity. He has a lot of power. When he heard that, when he did it, how he reacted? He laughed, yeah, he laughed. And then he minimized the statement of Prahlad by saying, that is just the intelligence of a child that I'm being spoiled by the words of my enemy. So immediately he identified an enemy, so that means I have friends, I enemies, that mentality. So he laughed and minimized the value of what Prahlad was saying. And immediately, what he said to the assistant, Sandra Marga, please retrain my son. 
he will please maybe check who is infiltrated in the Gurukul, maybe somebody is disguised, or some Brahman or Vaishnavas disguised there and teaching him something. Please re-educate re him. So then these teachers, they were very surprised how from where this kind of this knowledge or this um, statements Prahlad took it from the, where he learned. And Prahlad, well, they nicely, they approached to Prahlad and said, well, all good for you, all good fortune, all peace for you, Prahlad, please tell us, from where did you learn this? And Prahlad did something very interesting, that also, another way, the way how he presented as a devotee, his vision, he said, when he answered the question, he said, I offer my respectful obeisances to the Supreme Personality of God. So immediately started his statement from that. What means is acknowledging Krishna, God. And he said, by his external energy, or the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose external energy, he, the external energy of Dora is creating that distinction between friends and enemies by deluding the intelligence of the man. So immediately acknowledge the source of everything, God, and how his energy is influence everybody, especially in the, in the cases of those who have that perception of friends and enemy. Because of that external energy of the Lord, we have that perception. As a practicing of devotees, perhaps, I don't know you, but many times, in my case, when something or somebody is not favorable to what I'm thinking or what I'm trying to do, I feel like oh, my enemy, or not literally, but oh, some kind of rejection, or not favorable, some attitude, and or somebody who is more favorable to what I have or what I prefer, what I want, it's my friend. So it's still that discrimination, I'm struggling with that. I don't know if you have that problem. It looks like in some degree some devotees are experiencing that. But uh, the idea, Pralamara said, this is because our intelligence has been distorted by the external energy of the Lord. And then Pralat says another important thing. He said, um, uh, let me check the text. Oh, yes. It said, when the Supreme Personality of Godhead is pleased when the living entity, because of his devotional service, one becomes Pandita. That's quite important. In Bhagavad Gita also we learn who is a Pandita. Do you remember that part? The Pandit is the one who sees a Brahmana, a dog eater, or a dog, or insects, or elephant, in the same way, in the same platform, because he's able to understand the real identity of the living beings as a spiritual soul, as a servant of Krishna. So the Pandit, who has the real knowledge, in virtue of his real knowledge, he's able to have that, perce that perception, that vision, to see everyone in the same level. Because he sees the real, the real being, the real self, so in that way, nobody is friend, nobody is enemy. All of us, we are 
the creation come from the well we are part of Krishna so we share the same nature so that's the pandit and this is this vision comes because that living entity has been uh, executing devotion and service which in turn is pleasing Krishna so that means we develop that vision because we are engaged in devotions in devotion and service and gradually Krishna becomes pleased with us and bestows his blessings upon us, giving us the real vision. So the power of being engaged in devotion and service, that's a quite important point. And that is Prahlad Maharaj, just five years old, boy, with that deep understanding. And from the very beginning, stating that point, being engaged in devotion and service. So in the Bhavatan, in the first canto, I think, chapter 2, six, uh, text, text 6, we learn what is the prime or the main uh, duty for the human, uh, human beings. The, do you remember that? Savai punsam parodharmo. The prime duty for the humanity is yato bhaktir adok to be engaged in devotion as service. So, the human form of life is the only form of life experience for being engaged in devotional service. We don't see other, other species of life, other beings in different species of life executing devotional service consciously. Sometimes we see exceptional cases like uh, some cows or some dogs are uh, displaying some behavior that quite devotional, attracted to devotees, but actually the human form of life, it's the, the form that is um, important, the form of life that allows you to be engaged in the prime duty that is being engaged in devotional service. So if we analyze that, so we, we, we must be very mindful the value of this bodies that we have as a human beings. It's rare, being a human being is rare compared to the whole number of living beings. Um, but so we should not um, misuse this form of life, be engaged in devotion and service. Okay, uh, so then Prahlad also said something very important. Uh, he says, for example, the, the person who is always thinking in terms of enemies and friends are unable to ascertain the super soul within themselves, not, not to speak of them. Even such exalted persons as Lord Brahma, who are fully conversant in the Vedic literature, sometimes bewildered in following the principles of devotional service. The same Supreme Personality of Godhead who has created this situation has certainly given me the intelligence to take the size of your so-called enemy. That's quite interesting part. He said, for example, Prahlad, those who are uh, thinking in terms, this is my friend, this is my enemy, they are not able to understand Krishna in the heart. Wow, so because Krishna in the heart is guiding us, he's revealing us knowledge, the proper vision, but because you have that mentality, so you are not 
and you're not able to see Krishna in our heart, or what to say in the heart of others. And it's the, it, this can also can happen even to exalted personalities, Lord Brahma, in this case, Prahlad Maharaj is quoting him. And uh, because when Brahma, when we read the pastimes of Bhavatan, Brahma also got some difficulties in following principles of Bhakti Yoga. But also Prahlad very nicely said, acknowledged that how this Supreme Personality of Godhead, he's the one also creating the situation that he is currently right now. That means in, mean, in the middle of those demonic civilization of those people who are not favorable to his not they are not aligned to his consciousness and he is having difficulties being, being in middle of that kind of as people he, so it's not easy for him to be in, uh, with that kind of association and he acknowledged that Krishna is creating the situation for me but at the same time Krishna is not just leaving me alone Krishna is giving me also the intelligence to act According to that situation, the intelligence to go towards Krishna, even in that difficult situation. So, oh, what amazing! Five years old is thinking all the things. Wow, he's acknowledging the supreme personality of God, the Creator of everything, and he is the one who orchestrated the situation that he is. He didn't leave him alone. He's giving, empowering him to have the proper intelligence to know what to do. That is. A lot of Pralat is acknowledging that, is he's mentioning that, and then he said something much beautiful, explaining how this can take place, how the Lord is doing that for him. He says, like a the, like an iron is attracted to the magnetic stone, naturally the the iron will move towards the mag the, to the towards the magnet. And Prahlad is comparing his consciousness like that iron that is attracted to Vishnu, to Krishna. Because he said, my consciousness has been charged by Krishna himself. So for that, in that way, naturally I turn, I turn towards him. And in that way, I have no independence. So that, that's quite interesting. He's revealing his consciousness, his identity, what is his state of mind. He's fully surcharged with Krishna consciousness. And for that way, in that way, there is no other way towards, to see other, every, other things except Krishna and how everything is related to him. And in that way, it's natural for him, no effort at all, to turn towards Krishna. And this because Krishna gave him that opportunity, empowered him to have that state of mind. Because he wanted to follow Krishna's instructions. So that is quite interesting point. So I don't know, do you agree with me? Do you think this makes sense as until this point? So then, um, based on that answer, you, the the teachers were very upset then started to abuse him not just even physically they wanted to have one stick to punish Prahlad before they tried with nice words to ask, the, ask him please tell me where this knowledge came from and then with their, with their answer they become upset and wanted to abuse him and now we are in the point when they, after 
punishing him physically with the stick, now they are verbally abusing him. So this is the text that we are right now. So, but I thought quite important if we can reflect about the importance of following the prime duty for the human, in, human beings that being engaged in devotional service. In Bhagavad Gita, for example, Krishna says, uh, whoever, that I think is uh, text 332, I think, Bhagavad Gita. When Krishna says that, um, who follows my instructions, who, sorry, whoever do follow his duty under my instructions with faith and not envy, so he will be able to succeed in his pursuit. He, he won't be bound by uh, fruitive activities. I think that is yet 333, 32. Yeah, sorry, it's 331. Those persons who execute their duty according my and who follow these teachings faithfully without envy become free from the bondage of fruitive actions. So it means for us to be engaged in devotional service that is our duty, is Krishna's instructions, we need to do it with two main important ingredients. We need to do it faithfully, faithfully in the sense that this is related to Krishna. This is Krishna's instructions and I believe in Krishna. With that faith, if we engage ourselves in a regular manner, it shouldn't be like, a, like in the Bhavatan it said, devotional service has to be a high to ki, a pratihata. So it has to be unmotivated and interrupted. So we need to also do it faithfully in a regular manner but without being envious of Krishna. Two, two important ingredients that Krishna himself is indicating us, how we should follow his instructions. And there is very much this connection, that, that connection between following Krishna's instructions with faith and non-envy. Because if we don't follow Krishna's instructions, there is a consequence for that because we, when we follow Krishna's instructions, we will be free from the bound of the fruitive activities, as Krishna says. But if we don't, so any activity that we will do, it will bound us in this cycle of continued repeat, and, uh, cycle of suffering, the continued birth and death, it's a cycle, it's sansara. Any endeavor that we can try to do it to come out from that cycle, it will be uh, unsuccessful. So it's important to understand this principle. In order for us to come out from this cycle, we need to follow Krishna's instructions. And that instruction means being engaged in devotional service. And that devotional service has to be done faithfully without envy. So but sometimes we can consider so much Sometimes it's difficult to follow Krishna's instruction as proper. Also in the purpose of this text, I think, yeah. He says, sometimes in the beginning can be very difficult to follow Krishna's instructions fully. But if we do 
try, we try to do it without resentment or say, oh, that principle, I don't want it, oh, yeah, I don't care about that because I can't do it, so I become indifferent or perhaps even resentful towards that principle. But if we endeavor without that attitude, but also having, without losing hope that eventually we would be able to do it, Prabhupada says that after sometimes, gradually, we will be rise up to the platform, the pure devotional service. By endeavoring without resentment, but also hopeful, understanding that Krishna said, my devotee never perish. Krishna make all the arrangements. Krishna will empower us. But it means that we need to endeavor. We have to be faithfully doing without, without envy in a regular manner, without feeling resentful, and always with hope. Krishna will help. And yes, Krishna does. Krishna empowers us. And because Krishna's empowerment, we will be able to maintain ourselves engaged in devotional service, following Krishna's injunctions. And for example, in case of devotees, uh, that uh, after some times, for example, they are not able to follow Krishna's instructions, there are some consequences. I was uh, doing some research. Quite interesting. Yeah, in the Bhagavad Gita 3.32, yeah, after, after Krishna stating, if you follow the duties under my, under, under my injunctions, under my guidance, with faith, without envy, so you will be able to be free from fruitive reactions. But if you don't follow, oh, Krishna in the next text says, because if you don't follow my injunctions, so then you become envy of Krishna, and then, so any knowledge that you can have, you will, be, you will lose that knowledge, yeah, be read of knowledge, then you will be, be full. But because of the external energy of the Lord, your vision, your perception of the reality is distorted, so you become be full. And then, and any endeavor, yes, Krishna said, any endeavor for perfection would be ruined. Because, again, it's acting whimsically, so no following injunctions, Krishna's injunctions. So it won't be successful, or it won't be success in that, in, in that activity. So we need to understand that it's Krishna himself, Bhagavad Gita, telling us. But also, Krishna doesn't say that, okay, you have to follow instructions. If you don't do it, this will be their reactions. Krishna says also how to follow that how to follow the instructions. Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita 3.33 says, uh, we need to follow his injunctions, the guidance of our duties, based in our own nature. So what that means, every one of us has a psychophysical nature. And me well, we understand who we are, we understand what is our nature as a spiritual souls. So, but we have an equipment, is our physical body. It's very important to understand what is the functions of the qualities and properties of this physical body. 
Based on that, if you understand the quality of your equipment, the function of your equipment, you will be able to utilize it in a better way. So in that way, it's when Krishna says you, we need to follow his instructions, his duty, uh, our duties, based in our nature. So every one of us has the duty to understand what is the function, what is your capacity. The example is, for example, uh, when um, Lord Ram gain, gave the instructions of, uh, to build the, a bridge for going to Lanka. Uh, so in that way, for example, everybody understood what is the duty. We need to be engaged in building that bridge. But everyone did it in different, according to their natures. The big monkeys like Hanuman, these big boulders there, but also the squirrel, the little squirrels are trying to do it as well, according to their capacity. But the principle is for all of them the same. Be engaged in devotional service, but according to your nature. So who, what, we, that's a very important task that every one of us, we need to be um, engaged in understanding, discover what is my psychophysical nature and how can I utilize this in devotional service. Not like a, I'm a Brahmana, I'm a Shudra, a Shudra or, or Chatriya. That is not proper understanding. It's I'm a spiritual soul, but I have a body that has the different qualities. The qualities of a Brahmana, qualities of Vaisha, qualities of Sudra. But I'm not a Brahmana, I'm not a Sudra. I have the qualities of these kind of this, these categories. So if we understand that, so we won't feel like a uh, undermine because nobody likes to be sudra. At least in my in the beginning in my practices, Krishna consciousness, we understand the Brahman and this this righteous the sudras. Nobody likes to be sudra. At least in my case, when they say, "Oh, the lower the low class," I didn't want it to be that. And artificially, perhaps uh, I was imposing in myself some kind of attitudes. When this imposes on us some attitudes, some activities, because it's not natural, so it's not easy to maintain. So, but if we understand who we are, I'm a spiritual soul, that means I'm no more and no less than others. We all share the same nature. So, but my duty is to be responsible how to execute my devotional service in the best way. For that reason, I need to be mindful what are the qualities of my equipment, my body, psychophysical body. So what are my capacities and how I can be effective in my devotional service. Uh, besides, we know that in Kali Yuga, everybody, everyone is Sudra. Uh, but uh, I don't know if you notice, for example, my spiritual master, he said, well, I have the qualities of Brahmana Sudra, he said. I like intellectual things, but also I like manual things. I like to work in PowerPoint, theater, drama. So he said, okay, I'm, seven, I'm 40, no, 60% Brahmana, 40% Sudra. So it's, not like, it's important for us to identify what is our propensities. And then naturally everything will flow. Uh, that is instructions of Krishna. <laughs> that is in Bhagavad Gita. 333.
And also, in order to follow Krishna's instructions, that that's quite important point. This is a prayer. These are prayers of Lord Brahma when he was about to create the universe, to be uh, to execute his devotional service. Lord Brahma prayed for four things. The last four uh, text of his prayers. Uh, these are the qualities that we need to develop in order to execute our devotion and service nicely. Lord Brahma says, this is in the text, um, sorry, my notes. Okay, to my memory. Uh, okay. Yeah, this is Srimad Bhavatan 3.9.22. A Lord Brahma prays, says, oh, My Lord, please, in, in this activity of creation, give me introspection. What that means? That always keep meditating, analyzing who we are, these abilities that we have, where this come from, Always that meditation that we need to maintain in order to not get, not get bewildered. Because for creation, for activities, we need the modes of nature, sometimes engaged in the mode of passion. If we don't have proper understanding, proper knowledge, that mode of passion would naturally tend us, uh, lead us to ignorance. So in that way, Lord Brahma is praying for introspection, the constant introspection in the process of creation. Lord Brahma then prayed, the second thing that prayer, that's beautiful, he said, please uh, keep me always engaged in devotion and service. Because by being engaged in devotion and service, he will be able to follow Krishna's instructions. And by following Krishna's instructions, he will be able to be engaged in devotion and service because Krishna will empower him to do it so. So it's, that is quite that dependency. Engage in devotional service by following Krishna's instructions. You get empowered to be engaged in devotional service as well. So that, that is the, what it's Brahmana, Brahma, Brahma is praying. And the third thing Brahma is praying is that um, in the process of creation, please allow me to not deviate from hearing the hymns of Vedic hymns. That means allow, uh, for in our case, would be praying in, to always hearing Krishna Gata Srimad Bhavatan. Because in that way, we will get the motivation, the inspiration, the purification, this devotional service itself. So by constantly remembering Krishna, by hearing Srimad Bhavatan, the Vedic injunctions, so we always would be, that's a very important quality to be engaged in devotional service and following Krishna's instructions. And the last thing that Brahma pray and his important quality to follow Krishna's instruction is that may always Krishna smile at me. So well, quite interesting that part because Brahma, in all his endeavor and all this capacity that he has, he, his, the, the, in the core of his heart, the, the core desire of his heart is 
Krishna, be pleased with me and smile to me. That is the mood of sincere devotee in one way. Like Prahlad Maharaj, for example, he sees the Lord in everywhere, in everything, and his interaction with, he, with, his interaction with him out is lack of fear at all, no fear at all. So it means he's able to perceive how Krishna is pleased with him. He's, and, well, at, until now, we didn't see that Prahlad Maharaj is seeing the smile of the Lord. But Brahma is praying for that. And that can also encourage us or help us to, to develop that mood. If we pray to Krishna, please give me the ability to always remember, introspect about the quality of my service, my consciousness, be, give me the ability to always be engaged in service, always being hearing from you, and also to perceive you are your present and your smile, because that gives me the certainty that I'm properly engaged in service and pleasing you. So these are the points that I wanted to share with you. Uh, I hope it's okay if anyone has a comment, any question. That's also one other issue. The last point that I've written down here is um, Prabhupada in the Srimad Vatan A114 in the purpose. Prabhupada established clearly one point, the secret of success in this process, endeavoring in the devotional service, the process of getting liberation, if you want to. At the end, that is not the, the goal for a devotee, but mainly be engaged in devotional service for the pleasure of Krishna. There is a, a very interesting statement when Prabhupada says, if we understand that Krishna actually is the enjoyer, and therefore, if we use, if we in the beginning of any activities, we do it looking for the, his satisfaction, we will gradually lose taste for material activities. That's quite, quite important statement. If we do any activities, and in the beginning start any activities, with that mentality, I'll do this for Krishna's satisfaction, for Krishna's pleasure. So gradually, any material desires that we have in, the, in our heart, any ulterior motives that we have when we started the, that activity will disappear. So that's important point. I think in one way, we, all of us, we can try to apply in our daily life activities. If we think, okay, I'll do this now by remembering Krishna, this will be for your satisfaction at least try. So then naturally, those not so favorable <laughs> desires will disappear on us, and we would be situated in a proper state of consciousness as a devotee, a be self-satisfied. Because the mark of a devotee is to be self-satisfied. So I stop here. Anyone who wants to give a comment or questions? Thank you so much. Yes, bro. Yeah. Not sure if it's bona fide, probably or qualified to say if it's bona fide, but I noticed there's this idea, the analogy of the axe to cut down the forest, and sometimes when they talk about yukta vairagya, 
I mean, like using everything that's there in society to um, preach Krishna consciousness, to, such as um, people in most kamis are used to doing business. You, you know, you make some product and then you sell it. And kami businessmen they use all sorts of cheating methods to sell their products. And but here we have this uh, family business of printing Prabhupada's books, such as Bhagavad Gita, and distributing them. And uh, and um, that's our family business. And uh, and um, it's like using this. So most people in society, a lot of people in society, are good at selling things. And so if you sell Prabhupada's books, then that's actually going to cut down all the material um, society like that. And uh, so sometimes they use this analogy of the axe, you know, that uh, using things that people already know in society. Just like um, this one, um, Prabhupada disciple Sikhi Mahiti, he was giving class one day. And mm -hmm. in the early days, he did a lot of service in Uganda, which was very dangerous, and they were selling books. And he said, we used all our material propensities, like cheating and so on, to sell these books, you know, because it's very hard sometimes. And <laughs> even this is... Uh, there was this one, um, what's his name, um, Kriparari, yes, he, he sold lots of books and Prabhupada was very pleased with his selling heaps and heaps of books, you know, and um, he used quite a lot of cheating methods, you know, like um, some, he'd ask someone, um, what do you do, and he says, I'm a photographer, and he said, oh, this book is all about photography, and the guy bought it on that basis, but it was <laughs> cheating, it was cheating actually, but, and, um, but, you know, he sold lots of books that way, so he was successful, so there's, you know, this way of cheating, you know, it uh, can be yeah. used in Krishna's service and uh, just like the axe needs a handle and that handle is like the, um, the kind of business people do in, in yeah. society. Um, Very interesting your comments. Thank you so much for that, Prabhu. Yes, yes. Um, also, there is one point when um, it said that uh, in order to maintain our, our self engaged in devotion and service, as we said before, it has to be faithfully and uh, no envious. It has to be regulated, regularly, sorry. For example, when you mentioned the cases of those devotees using sometimes no favorable ways to do their service, out of passion, maybe different motives, but it's not a sustainable way. But Krishna precedes the effort, the endeavor, and gradually Krishna purify the tendencies. In the beginning, our effort to do it, because with the proper mentality, at that time, to my understanding, devotees, the mood of devotees were out of love, trying to assist Prabhupada in spreading Krishna consciousness. That was the deep mood inside, the motivation. Because a lot of, perhaps, qualifica personal qualification, they use different means, but with time, Krishna acknowledging the desire in the heart to serve the spiritual master, uh, Krishna empowered them to do it in the right manner and correct what, all those imperfections. Yeah, uh, that is my personal understanding. It's a question of time. Eventually, you will see devotees in the beginning, lack, lack of experience. Uh, we do a lot of uh, non uh, mistakes. But because there is a sincerity in our heart, Krishna acknowledged that. And devotees too. So Srila Prabhupada and devotees, of course Krishna bless us, then we will be empowered to do the right thing. That answers your question.
Yeah. It's all the yukta vairagya, engaging everything in Krishna. Yeah, so. but using in the Dharma with the proper consciousness, we will be empowered to do it the right thing, the right manner, in the proper time. But it takes time. We need to purify our, our desire, our heart, but that is gradually. By hope, uh, what, with hope, without resentment, following Krishna's instruction, with faith, without envy, so that, that will come to us. That conscious, the high level of conscious will appear in our heart by Krishna empowering us. That okay? Yeah, thank you. Any other question? Jessivia. Hare Krishna Mataji, thank you for the nice class. Mataji, you mentioned the verse Pandita Samadarshana, meaning that we should see everyone as um, without equal eye. Um, but that doesn't sound practical to me. So what I mean is, we're not robots, we're humans. So we are feeling like we sometimes we're hurt, sometimes we're happy. So how can we see the person who's being rude to us and the person who's really nice to us with an equal eye? Yeah, that's another, it's the same thing that uh, Prahlad Maharaj is saying. For example, the same Lord who uh, create everything and by his external energy it's uh, creating that distinction between friends and enemies. That same God create that situation, difficult situation for him. And this same God, Krishna, is also giving him the intelligence to do the right thing. So how can, in this case, to my understanding would be Yes, we need to see everybody as a Krishna's part and partial, spiritual souls. But because we are still influenced by the different external energy of the Lord, we need to discriminate what is favorable, what is not favorable. But doesn't mean this is my enemy and this is my friend. So what is favorable in this moment to me in order to preserve my Krishna consciousness? Sometimes I have to stay back, sometimes I have to stay aside, or sometimes I have to call out for help, somebody uh, superior, a senior devotee, Krishna, for guidance. Is that answer your question? But doesn't mean, oh, this is a demon, this is my friend, this is my enemy, that discrimination shouldn't be there without losing the perception, oh, this is a part and partial of Krishna, but at this moment perhaps more cover, but because it's the influence of Krishna's the inter external energy, so myself, in order to preserve my sanity, my self-preservation, I have to take some responsibility on myself and take a step back. Meantime, I request for help how to overcome my difficulties. Yeah, that answer, that is practical, do you think? Yeah? Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Any other question? If there is no more questions, thank you so much for being in the class. Um, yeah, please accept my humble obeisances. Patita Nampa Vanibio Vaishnavibio Namo Namaha. 
Shila Prabhupada ki jai, Grantara Srimad Vatan ki jai, Gauda Premanandi, Hari Hari Bo.